The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream, here on Unity online radio. So grateful to be here in this unified field with all y'all. The number to call if you have a dream you'd like to talk about or if you'd like to get some energy healing. I have an amazing guest named Firestar and she is a really powerful energy healer. I'll be telling you all about her. Her website is firestarsoulwork.com. So if you'd like to get some energy healing or get a dream interpreted or reflected, the number to call is 816-251-3555. So I just want to start us all off with a little prayer. Let's get centered. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. A lot of things to create upset and drama, but let's just drop in and take a big, deep breath and let's just allow ourselves to fall into the gap, into that sweet spot where all is well, where we can, even in the midst of calamity and chaos and all the wild things, we can find this centerpiece. It's always here if we allow ourselves to find it and if we build it and grow it. So let's just drop into it and let everything else go that would clamor for our attention. Every new breath, we connect with the sunlight of the spirit, that power that surpasses human understanding, that love intelligence that is always here, right where we are, closer than our breathing and nearer than our hands and feet. We are right where the center is and the center is all around us. We are turning the center into the circumference of our consciousness. It's now all that we see, all that we be. We are safe to completely be free and be ourselves and do what we came here to do and be and dream in the wildest sense of the word and become lucid in the process, not just lucid dreamers, but lucid livers, (laughs) lucid people, lucid dreamers uh, in our awake state as well. So with this, I just give thanks for this peace that passes human understanding that is always here. I'm so grateful for Unity Online Radio, so grateful for the amazing people at Unity that helped to bring this show together, Diane, Ray, Jeff, and Louie. I'm threatening to change the name of my show from Ask Dr. Dream to just I Love Louie. Louie's always there doing so much, and I just appreciate you so much, Louie, and all of you guys at Unity. And I really thank Nancy T for always being my great co-host, and I'm grateful for my guest today, Firestar, and I'm grateful for all of you who call in with your great questions that just make this a magical, magical time. All right, so with that, I say, thy will be done. 
Amen. Ah, woman. Ah, dreams. Okay, so without further ado, Firestar, let me bring you on. Hey, honey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yay, are you there? Good morning. I'm here. Good morning, sweet. Hey. Thank you for inviting me into this unified space. Thank you. Awesome. And I want to, I'm going to bring on Nancy T as well. Nancy T just visited with her mom for the first time um, since Mm. basically one of the first times since COVID, right, Nancy? So how did that go? Welcome to the show, by the way. And how did it go? And then I want you to read our Luminous for today. <laughs> I just whipped right in here. I'm so glad I made it. Um, it. It was it was good to see her. There was a lot of Doris Day being sung. And I can't tell you that I didn't scat because I did. There was some scatting and some dancing. And, and not all of it was something to be proud of. <laughs> oh, but that's God. what happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so happy. Oh. That must have been so great to do to hug her did you hug her um i got to i did sneak a hug a little bit and she was oh she was a real sleepy most of the time so i didn't want to startle her but i was okay. like rubbing her legs and sending her a little bit of reiki from from across the room that kind of thing <laughs> and i i kissed her on the forehead and rubbed her hair but her hair was done so nice i didn't want to mess it up you know you gotta oh my still think God. of how we look <laughs> well, it feels like this yeah. is a this is like I'm um, tiptoeing toward the light at the end of this long COVID tunnel. Um, I just got my mm-hmm. first vaccine a couple days ago, and I'm feeling fine. I'd like to report, Nancy, you just got yours. So around the same time, we're going to have our second, and we're starting yeah. to be able to to tiptoe out. And the thought of being able to hug people at some point, it's just so exciting. I and know. You mentioned, I, I missed you it. Me- oh. You mentioned sending your mom Reiki, and I know that Firestar is the one that taught you Reiki. So this is just so perfect. He's my Reiki master. Yes, he's the best in the whole world. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) maybe Firestar, tell us, like, for people who, I mean, everybody's heard of Reiki at this point, but from your perspective, what's what is Reiki? And give us a little bit about like what you do as an energy healer. Oh, wow. Big question. Okay. So, uh, well, Reiki is, um, there's many forms, different forms of Reiki, but the Reiki that I, um, that I have taught and that I've been taught is uh, Yusui Reiki, um, which was brought to, um, to this world by uh, Dr. Yusui in Japan in the, um, it's a newer form of Reiki. There's, there's so many forms of energy healing, um, but this is this, uh, this one and, one that I've um, enjoyed being a part of, and I've also have an extensive other background in energy healing and shamanic healing and other mm. forms of, of energy healing, and have kind of gone now beyond uh, Reiki, I'll say, and gone to really working more with um, with just really the multidimensional energy body, um, and not actually calling it um, a structure, if you want to say mm. so. Um, Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. They're kind of, I like uh, that. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, fortunately, unfortunately, there's many healing modalities that have been, um, we'll say used and misused. And so I feel like, um, you know, things come into our lives and we, we do what we do with them and then we move on and grow, you know? So I've kind of, yeah. <laughs> I've outgrown structure. We'll put it that way. Ooh, in the energy well, that's world. mastery. It's like where you, yeah. where you take all the things, it's like you learn 
how to do the thing so that you can break the rules correctly. I mean, it's like Dana on the piano. He doesn't, he doesn't like follow any rules. He just lets the inspiration like move him. And that's, that's when it gets really magical, but you have to learn some of the basic structure in order to get to that place where that, where you don't need it any longer. Would you say? Exactly. 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 And so it's that foundational uh, sort of healing and learning the basics. And that is really where I teach from is really, um, you know, learning those foundational basics and then how that, um, how that applies to you and your unique gifts. And so um, it's such a pleasure to have Nancy in class and mm. watch her blossom and grow and come into her own healing gifts in her own unique way. And that's, it's just such a, it's always such an honor as a teacher to be able to uh, facilitate that and be that guide for someone. So I'm just so proud of her and all that she's coming into her own Yay. real power and gift. Yeah. Well, I think Nancy, just to talk behind her back in front of her face, um, she's, she's a natural, <laughs> you know, I mean, like you're a natural, oh, like some people really, yeah. I think everybody has, like everybody can sing, but not everybody is going to really hit all the right notes. And I think you two have that ability. Like you really know how to hit those notes. That's something that you have innately and you've learned. And I want to make sure that everybody has both of your websites, firestarsoulwork.com and nancytelzero.com because Nancy is now hanging her shingle. She's got all her certifications under her belt and she is legit. Even though she was like a healer before she ever even got that shingle to to hang she's like she's Nancy ever since I met you even when you were just an actress now you're an actress and a healer you've always had a healing way about you what was it like for you to study with Firestar and be in her tutelage I'll tell you um <laughs> she here's here's the thing she's amazing and incredible and you just feel like just to be near her you maybe some magic might sprinkle on to you but mm. she was so patient with me because one of the things I was a little bit of a bad student and <laughs> I would take like I would in the best Ricky way one I, yeah I would take Reiki one and I would say I want to do this and this and this and she'd go that's in Reiki two and when I was in Reiki two I'd say I want to do this and she's like that's a master I was always one step like in my mind ahead and she was she had to keep me tamed like come on honey you need to learn this before you actually do it right learn to walk before you run honey (laughs) yeah forest never got mad at me about it just would kind of giggle and go okay you're not there yet you know so she she's just the best and she's very gentle when she teaches people she accepts their way of getting there she accepts it and and there's nothing more you could ask for from a teacher to you know knowing that she might have laid down the path but if you take another route to get there she's not going to condemn you for it and it's it's really cool she's just just Mm -hmm. the best I don't know which you'll still be teaching anything but if you do and and people are out there and you're considering it she's the one to go to for sure are you going to be teaching any courses or do you or do you mostly do are you doing private work what what how can people Um, um connect with you uh yeah so privately absolutely um hoping to uh looking to create some retreats as well and i'm always teaching um you know that just kind of comes in when that comes in i don't have anything set at the moment uh it's kind of like a universal class that comes together and then i Mm -hmm. say yes so 
Um, at the moment, I don't have anything scheduled, but you um, most likely absolutely can do that with me. And, um, and you can do it really also virtually, honored. right? I mean, COVID's kind of opened oh, yeah. up. Normally, you Very would do a lot of stuff, a lot of teaching in person. But maybe if people are listening right now and they have a group of friends, then you all are interested in becoming Reiki practitioners or learning more about energy work. You can rally and reach out to Firestar at Firestar soulwork.com, something like that, Fire, if people feel inspired to put a group together. Yeah, in fact. We did all ours virtual. I mean, both of the classes virtual. Yeah, before COVID. It was the first time I've taught a virtual class was during this COVID time, so that was a gift. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, and it really translated well. I was... Kind of oh, so good. So, I yeah. want to commend you both because this is like, I remember at the big beginning of quarantine of, of COVID, I, I talked to Rasuli, the artist that I work with um, on my Oracle decks. And he said that back in Iran during the, when there, there was a, they were quarantined because there was civil war and it was for about a year. And he said that he went into quarantine, an architect and came out of it, an artist and Nancy, you went into quarantine as an actress and have come out of it an actress and a healer. And Firestar, you went into quarantine as a healer. And now you are coming out of this quarantine as a healer and an artist with your yeah. with the mm-hmm. your photography and um, you're creating an oracle deck and there's all this beautiful work. So it's amazing, you know, we can turn tragedy into triumph if we if we allow it, if we allow ourselves to go deep enough and have a breakthrough. Um, And I just want to also say, just from having known you, Firestar, for my God, over 20 years, I've (laughs) had the the blessing of experiencing your healing work all the way since then. And I could say that you have always been tuned in. You've always, I've always said to people, it's like whoever else you're working mm-hmm. with, you won't work with them after you work with Firestar. It's like you can't. <laughs> yeah. She just kind of ruins oh. you because you're you are you're met mm-hmm. at such a high level. You your expectation mm-hmm. from that, like the bar is set really high, and your work is exceptional on on a body level, on a soul mm-hmm. level. It's really miraculous. So I just I I'm I'm so happy that you're that you're sticking with it and you're growing and expanding. So. One of the things well, I want to you, talk about. Were you the one that image that uh, came up with the term "you've been fire starred"? Because I believe you said that <laughs> to me once, <laughs> and I I think you might have coined that term. What <laughs> been Joey? Yeah. Oh, it was. So... It, you've been fire starred. <laughs> Bam. Bam. It's like Ashton Kutcher shows up. Bam. You've been fire starred. <laughs> wow. Well, exactly. I'm blushing, but you can't tell. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Well, I want to, I, I teased at the beginning of the show and I promise I see all you callers and I want to get to all y'all. Believe me. So hang oh, in yeah, there, hang in there. I just want to bring this in because I, I didn't have a chance to talk about this yet. So I just want to drop it in this um, new scientific research that's been done on lucid dreaming where these international researchers have been able to achieve real-time dialogues with people in the midst of lucid dreams, a phenomenon that's now called interactive dreaming, according to a a study that was published in Current Biology. And I'm reading this article that's um, from Vice. But So basically, people that are really skilled lucid dreamers, they go in, they're dreaming in a sleep laboratory, 
and some of these um, the 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 technicians are able to ask them questions what they can tell when they're in REM stage by their rapid eye movement and they're able to ask them questions about what they're seeing they're able to even just as a very basic thing they're able to ask them Nancy you're going to love this simple math equations while they're in the dream oh. for them to move <laughs> you're like no no I can tell you about <laughs> physics <laughs> <laughs> e equals MC squared, but do not ask me about multiplication or 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 even arithmetic. But they said that these like these little questions that they ask, it's it's a breakthrough because it means these people who are lucid dreaming, sometimes when you're lucid dreaming, you're doing ordinary things. But sometimes in a lucid dream, you're exploring states of consciousness. You are expanding beyond time and space and to be able to report back to the liminal world to the ordinary world even in a scientific research kind of place it's it really is a breakthrough not just for dreaming but for consciousness so just wanted to i get the chills as i say this because i feel like we're really living in a time like that's a, that's a frontier moment like things are changing we're we're bumping up against the edges of things and even with with tragedy like the thing that just happened in boulder colorado there was this horrible shooting i feel like there's like when we get cut so deep during a deep tragedy if we allow the healing process to alchemize us we'll 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 find some new awareness or something that will that will be a burden thing. Um, sorry to drop that. I know that was really heavy, but I, but I feel like sometimes we need to bring the lightness of the healing to the places of the darkness. Um, what do you guys say about that as healers? What's, what's your take on the best way to move through dark times and maybe in particular with regards to what just happened in Boulder, Colorado? Mm. Let's go to, let's go to Nancy first and then to fire. Um, Okay. Before I, I answer that, I, I was thinking of your friend, Chris, who always calls into the show. I wonder if he's on hold. Uh, he's, he's definitely a lucid dreamer. He should be one of the yes, people in that study. Yes. That's, yeah, so there's should. a pin in that. If he's listening, Chris, you need to get involved Chris in that Arts. study. Uh, Come on, Chris. <laughs> uh, mm. But um, when it comes to things like that, it's interesting because I don't know if it's a mechanism to protect me from feeling all the feels, but I sometimes go into what can we do to change this going forward? I know there's a lot to be upset about, and I know there's a lot to be angry about, but I'd rather say, wait a minute, can we get the guns out of the hands? Or can we find out what's like on the psychiatry level, what was happening there? You know, I'd love to look at those pieces because those are the things that need to change in order for that not to happen anymore. And for me mm. to not have to feel those feelings. So I get into a fixing place, which I know doesn't sound high vibey, but, but, but it's all about, for me, everything's about bringing myself peace and bringing everyone else peace. And I think that when you right. correct things that are going wrong, then you find peace. So that's where, that's where you I know, go with it. I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I mean, it seems like the way I mm. do trauma is when it first happens, unless it really hits me emotionally and then I just can't help but cry or scream. I often, like when something like this happens, I, I find myself deliberately going 
trying to find the highest place possible to see this from. So I can land there and I can hold on to that and see it from a high place. And then I feel like I want to drip down into wrapping my arms around the rest of the situation. And then, then when it's my time to cry or scream, I let myself do that. Or, you know, actually it's like what, however, however it flows. But I, but I know like when nine 11 happened, I'm just thinking about that. I remember first thing I did was I went into, I went to the, I went to the rooftop and I was on the roof of my consciousness, like praying with people all day long, like for a couple days in a row. And then after the calm, then I found myself sobbing and sobbing and then getting the energy out. But it was helpful to me to at least find that high place to be able to see there's a solution here. There's something to do here. We need to move it out. We need to find healing. And sometimes you can't heal what you can't feel. So Firestar, where mm-hmm. do you go with this? What's your process? And how are you mm. looking at what happened in Boulder? Mm. <clears throat> you know, I think that uh, it's, some, it's, it's, it's all perspective and how things hit you at certain times. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm present to the grief and the sadness of just the humanity of where people are and the, the loss of mm-hmm. their respect for life and the yeah. also mental imbalance that causes people to do things that they do um, and the state of the world, if you want to look at that as a whole. Um, and how we're individually either traumatized or have that unresolved trauma or have those people that are not, um, that need help, that are finding ways to either get help and so they're acting out in those ways to relieve that. There really is no, I don't think, a way to to make it feel okay, you know, sometimes. It's just like they're, if you, if it was your family members or someone that you knew, it, there's sometimes there's no way to make sense of that. And do you believe that we're here on purpose and that we have our time here and that it's, you know, it's like it challenges for, for me, I go there. Like, do I really believe that I'm here for a period of time? And then when that time is up, then I fulfilled my soul contract, whatever time period that is. And do I believe right. that about other people? You know, it takes me to that place. Um, I think I'm questioning the purpose of our lives. And, you know, I think that none of us really know exactly when that time is and we hope to fully live it while we are here. And uh, so it takes me to that place of really like, you know, am I really living? Because we, none of us really know when that day, you know, comes and that's what we, what we can have control or choice over. Um. Well, my heart oh, goes out to yeah, you know, it's so true. Is, and just to think, oh, God, Nancy, yeah. I was I was on the phone with you while I was walking through Boulder. I was right there just a few weeks ago, yeah. or right maybe you know, yeah. yeah, just it was like right in the middle of February, so about a month ago. And and so I know there's this this feeling of of shock, and also this like reality that at any moment this I love what you just said fire like this it brings us that much closer to the preciousness of life and how we do need to just live every day and I also think about the nonviolent communication um, point of view that everything everybody does is reaching for a need that we don't do anything that isn't motivated by a need and often our needs we we attempt to get our needs met in sometimes violent ways and often you know and there's mental health issues and and I know that I think we need to 
really boost the mental health world and give give like put in I don't know support the mental health workers our friend Shez Libby who we lead the journey with in Teotihuacan I know she's right on the cutting edge of of this it's it's so important to understand what makes people like this tick and to know that but for the grace of God there go I and in a dream state that there there is me there I, there I go that is the part of me that is so desperate and has so lost touch with with the ramifications of trying to get needs met in a violent way but it's to me it's so, helpful to at least recognize that there's some there's some part of humanity that's being that's that's acting out there that is within us so anyway those are some of my thoughts on this and and i think the more we can talk about this and and talk about it within ourselves at least to me this is where dream work is important to see not to not look at anyone like they're separate from us there there we go like it's all us so how do we heal that part of ourselves i don't know what do you guys think about that i know in moments like this that could seem radical like that's not me i would never do that but can do you know what i'm talking about uh i think of the the monique um she did that stand-up comedy routine and she she went to a woman's prison and she said you know I'm just one moment away from being one of you, you know, like any yeah. one of these moments yeah. in my life could have gone a different direction. And it's, and, and sometimes it has to do with how much caffeine you drink, you know, depending on what <laughs> they're, you know, it could be that simple, but this, I talked to Shez and she and I are in agreement that there's a, there's a path of psychiatry that can be explored. It's called, um, I think it's called fundamental psychiatry and it's, it's, it's a different approach, and I'd love to see where that would take us because we've tried the other thing for a while. I'd love to see where that could help. Maybe that could help some people and make them not go down that darkness path. Well, I'd say uh, I don't if know. people are feeling like they're just feeling extra vulnerable, afraid to, you know, having any issues with going to grocery stores or it's like, let's get this healed now. So check out Firestar and check out Nancy as healers. Go to firestarbodywork.com and go to nancytelzero.com. Book yourself a <laughs> session or two. Yeah, firestarsoulwork.com. What Thank did you. I say? Body, did I say body work? You, you body said work. body work. <laughs> Firestar body soul, soul work. Soul work. There's no That's business why. like soul business. I know. Okay. Firestarsoulwork.com and nancytelzero.com. So we're going to be coming right back after this quick break. We're going to take you and your dreams and your questions and whatever healing questions you have. It's all about you coming right up. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back after this break. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The Voice of an Awakening World. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. 
Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream Show, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm so grateful to be with you all on the second half of the show. Um, the number to call if you have a question about your dreams or about energy healing or you want some healing or you want some dreams, the number to call is 816-251-3555. And I want to just say, everybody, save the date April 8th is the day, the launch day for my new Luminous Humanness book. And I have a really special launch day party planned with thousands of, uh, not thousands, a thousand dollars worth of free bonus gifts when you buy the book on that day. If you buy five books, you get like a ton of stuff, the most amazing gifts from luminaries, from trailblazers, from healers. And there's going to be a live event on Facebook, live on my Facebook page, which is Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams. It's from 12 to 3 p.m. Pacific time. So you can watch it all for free. We're going to be exploring how do you how all these people keep their light shining bright during dark times. How do you, how do you keep your light bright during ordinary times? Like how do you sustain it? And then how do you grow your light? So those are, we're going to have tons of tools and tips and techniques and amazing people. April 8th, save the date. It is 12 to 3 PM Pacific time. And so Nancy T you've got a quick little thought for the day the luminous humanist quote for the day. And then we're going to take your dreams and your questions. So, Nancy, take it okay. away. Okay. March 24th, the nature of your true wealth. True wealth. Mm -hmm. From a luminous perspective, you are abundant, have way more than you need, and more constantly streams to and through you whether or not you can see it. There's nothing to fear. From up here, it's perfectly clear. I, I don't know why that got <laughs> rhyme me there. <laughs> but it's perfectly clear that when the shackles come off, your magnetic vibration puts you in the endless stream of what you need when you need it. The affirmation is, I take high vibe action to bring my desires into 3D, baby. Ooh baby. Mm -hmm. And the website to go. go to to check out all the stuff about the launch is kellysullivanwalden.com forward slash luminous, just like you. All right, we're going to take some questions. Here we go. Miss Sandy, I believe it's a miss. Sandy, welcome to the show. Yes. You got a dream? Got a question. Hi. Hi. I Hi. actually just wanted to see um, like what message do you get? Um, I I kind of like um, stop dreaming because um, I used to, I was having a nightmare a long time ago. So what I did, I kind of like trained myself not to dream, mm. to block. So I would just go to sleep thinking like, okay, I'm now I'm gonna rest. I'm not gonna have a mm. nightmare anymore. So Oh Sandy, like thank that. you so much for calling and for sharing this. I've talked to so many people over the years that have a very similar situation where they have trained themselves not to dream because dreaming was just too painful because of a looping of of some really scary dreams. And my suggestion, this is what this is what I do is consider that a nightmare is an unfinished dream. If you can remember what that dream was, 
practice that like if you could and I know this just takes a little bit of a leap of imagination imagine that you're back in the dream but this time you're powerful you have your spirit guides with you you've got your spirit animals with you and you get to redirect the dream in your journal you can write how the story would go if you were to become completely empowered in this dream or get your power back Sometimes it's about shrinking the nemesis to the size of a pea and asking them, what gift are you trying to give me? Or sometimes you, you, I mean, sometimes drawing a picture of it can help where you draw a picture of what the dream actually was and then another picture of how you wish it would have gone so that you can eventually see how you can be victorious. I've had some of the most horrific dreams myself, Sandy, and I've had to practice what I preach. And there's always a way to pick up the dream. Just like with every horror movie, it it usually ends with the protagonist empowered. So there's always a way to go back in and get your power so that you can start dreaming again. Because it's your dreams ultimately are not meant to torture you. They're meant to give you a gift. It's just sometimes we wake up too quickly and we think it's a torture chamber. Does this make sense? Are you following this? Yes, yes. Uh, and, and Firestar, do you have anything for her? Yeah. Um, hi. Uh, just immediately when you start talking, I can feel this kind of like pressure in your solar plexus. Um, I mean, I would just ask you maybe, um, hmm, that could be several different things. It could be something that's like an energetic attachment. Um, and it also could be your own, your own fear. Um, so I feel like there's something that's really, um, either energetically interfering with you or that you're something that you're afraid of or someone that you are afraid of. Um, can you feel that in your solar plexus, like a tightness or a pull? Uh, no, I'm going through okay. kind of like a rough situation, like not really. I'm like normally very strong. I really don't, I think I really don't fear anything. I'm always praying, and I feel like I'm always in connection with God. So um, I hardly fear anything, but I think uh, this situation that I'm going through cut me off guard. Mm. But I'm, like, sorting it out. Okay. Mm. What was that last thing you said? It caught you off guard, and what? She's sorting I'm it out. Like, I'm sorting it out. Right. Well, this is how it goes. I mean, we're all strong, strong. And like, just like what I think Nancy or Firestar, you were saying on the other side of the break about, oh, Monique, Nancy, you were bringing this up about how we're all just one step away. We're all vulnerable. We're all in some way, you know, we can all be easily overwhelmed or taken off guard. And so these are, this just means that you're human but and I love the fact that you're reaching out for support. My suggestion is to to well, first of all, breathe and have some compassion for yourself. And if you need to, one of the quick things you could do is let yourself, if you feel like it, let yourself cry, let yourself scream, let your let your body move it through. And and then I would ask you to imagine that the situation in your waking life is even a dream. And if you could 
move the dream, like fat, press the fast forward button on the remote control to the scene where you have your aha moment or you have your, you find your power. Um, like Einstein would say that this is what he would do when he was troubled. He would imagine that he was going to the place where the solution reveals itself and then he would reverse engineer it and bring that solution back into present time. So Nancy and Firestar and I are all holding you in this unified field. Sandy and all of the listeners are also, we're all sending you a big blessing right now, recognizing oh, yeah. that the solution that you seek and the empowerment that you need and the way to be able to move through these difficult dreams and find your way to that place of empowerment, it's here with you now, whether you see it or not allow yourself to just be open to it. And as you open to it, I know that there's alchemy happening, that the difficult energy is being replaced by this golden elixir that is yours. So time in space is irrelevant. Normally it would take a long time, but we're just calling on this right now, rapidly quantum shifting for you, Sandy. Thank you so much for, for calling us. And I hope you can check in and let us know how, how this goes for you. Thank you, honey. Okay. I certainly will. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hang in there, honey. Okay. We're going to take a call from Mr. Christopher Yay! Hart, who heard us calling his name. And Denise, we see you. you. Don't go anywhere, sweetheart. Christopher, yes. are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Are you yes. kidding? We can totally hear you. <laughs> Good you morning. Did you hear to call, Chris? Did you did hear, you hear Nancy that? calling you? I did. I did. Oh, good. So good. I had, okay. I had to call her and say hi. Um, I had a dream uh, where I was a kid and, in a war, and uh, recently, and uh, the uh, these savage soldiers were coming in and just ravaging the place, and it was really horrible, and they were like just animals. And I did that um, uh, uh, mind jumping, the body jumping thing, like in video games. And yeah. put myself in the head of one of those guys and uh, looked out and, oh, my God, it was so full of uh, hate and uh, pain. Uh, there was oh. no love. There was an absolute absence of uh, mm. love, which I at one time heard as the definition of hell. And oh. so I uh, came back into myself and I was r uh, grateful that I, that I had love and, and helped me see the contrast, appreciate the difference um, of the love in my life and how important it was to um, get more of it just by being able to see that other end of the uh, spectrum. Uh, wow. It was funny, uh, soon after that, a friend of mine was going off to the Himalayas uh, with a guru to, uh, get, um, to go to a higher plane of uh -huh. consciousness and I told him, no, no, you need to go to a lower plane oh. of consciousness <laughs> so that you can really appreciate uh, the difference uh, between the two. Oh. So it was uh, fascinating to see the contrast. And as I came out of the dream, it, it sure makes it harder to be judgmental. <gasps> God wow. bless you, Chris. Oh, my what God, you just did. Dream. You just you just did the whole the thing that I am constantly wanting to do myself and wanting to wanting to teach. It's like on the level of the dream, you just did some radical quantum healing. And I would just add because now your dream is my is my dream. 
I want to go into the head of that guy, but I want to go back in time to the moment before he lost his innocence because he was born. He wasn't born full of hate and fear. There was an innocent baby there once upon a time. So even if we have to go back prenatal, like even if, you know, we're back to that innocent place, there was a moment in time before he was so wounded that he was filled with this hate. And let's, I just want to remind his soul that he had that once upon a time and just send, even though, of course, we don't want to reward bad behavior, but we want to just honor the soul because that soul is in us. There's some part of us that at least in some previous lifetime has been so wounded that, that we acted out. And I know even in this lifetime, I've done things I'm not proud of from a wounded place so I just want to join in and, and heal him from that place. And I love, it's not just about going to the higher plane. It's also about going to the lower plane. And then I would say alchemy is going back and forth, going to the higher, bringing the higher to the lower and bringing the compassion from the lower to the higher so that we don't split off from ourselves. We can stay in this unified field. So awesome. Awesome. Nancy, what are you, what are you picking up, honey? You know, as soon as you said this, Chris, I thought of Byron Katie that mm. sometimes people will ask her, you know, what if you were getting, you know, strangled by someone and they were just, they were had you up by the neck and then they, they threw you down to, you know, on the ground. How would you feel? And she's like, I'd be glad they were done strangling me. <laughs> she always says. I'd be glad that was over. She has this beautiful way of looking at things. And I feel like you and your dream drew a picture of this is, this is how that would work in, in real life in real time. And you always do. You, you come equipped with the question and the answer every time you call, which is why you need to get involved with that study. I was saying. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And Chris, I think it's, Perfect timing because of what just happened in Boulder. I mean, there's so many people, I mean, understandably so, that are outraged because of this killing. And in some way, if you can jump into the mind of somebody in your dream, you can probably also jump into the mind of somebody in in this waking dream as well and with an intent to understand. And also, I know you're writing. You, you just published... A, an amazing article about your childhood, about um, about growing up and in Germany, like post, like with the, with your mother who was a Holocaust. Or I, I mean, you just had you just shared this incredible story. Where can people read that essay? By the way, that you posted, it was so powerful. Understanding a lot about the war as a kid. Yeah, it's on Quora dot com. Q U O R A dot com. Has and a what's lot of the history name of the piece so that they were going to search it? Answers. What's the name of the piece if they're going to search for it? Uh, what was life like in post-war Germany? Okay, there you go. That was pretty pretty clear. <laughs> it's a good title. You know, that's not too like. What does he mean by that? <laughs> right. <laughs> Firestar, what are you connecting with regarding Chris and his dream? Um, it takes me, I literally just saw this movie on uh, on Netflix called Bliss, and it was exactly that premise of, there, mm. there was a, Selma Hayek was a doctor, and she was experimenting with taking people, Ooh. you didn't really know exactly what was real, but taking them through this brain-like simulation of taking them to a lower dimensional reality, like where they were impoverished, and there was all this hardship, 
And then you see they flash on their supposedly real life. I'm not sure which one is real. Well, they're like have all the money in the world and they're sitting in like Europe and sipping wine and enjoying each other. And it's like beautiful. And you're like, which reality is real? Wow. I think we're always, I know it was really, it was kind of trippy, um, but it it really is that contrast. um, And I think, I think we're all working on that integration of both aspects of ourselves, right? Finding that middle kind of place of where we are both. And how mm, do we accept and absolutely. live with those places? And well, Chris, you're kind of you kind of represent those... what Firestar is talking about because you were talking as a kid about like the, the some of the really impoverished moments of of being a kid in post war Germany, and now, I mean, you live the life of of Chris Hartz, where you're traveling the world and you've got everything, you've got the life of Riley. That's like amazing. So you really have, it's like you've had both worlds and you've got the compassion and the depth and the empathy to, to show for it. Ooh, I think that's kind of amazing. Well, Chris, thank you. There's no doubt in my mind that I appreciate this um, much, much more because I've seen the opposite, you know, being super poor and not knowing where the next mule is coming from. Uh, like some people say, there is no light without darkness. It really helps you, as you said, appreciate the contrast. I think about you, Chris, in that article, whenever I have a cup of chamomile tea, because you said, <laughs> I will never drink chamomile tea because the chamomile weeds grew in in the forest near where you lived. And, and because it was free, your mom would make it, but it was bitter because it wasn't treated in that sweet way. So you're just like, ugh. it's like, <laughs> but I think of it. So I, I, I think about you when I have chamomile, I genuinely do. Okay, people have to read Chris's article on Quora. Um, life was, say the title again. Post-war Germany. Uh, what was life like in uh, in uh, Germany after the war? Awesome, Chris. Thank you so much for calling in, and I hope that thank you'll you. do it again one of these days soon. Okay, Miss Denise, Denise, the most patient and powerful dreamer <laughs> on the planet. We love you so much. Thank you for being here and thank you for hanging in there with us, saving the saving the goddess for last. So what do you got? Yes. Um hi. First hi, of honey. all, um I want to take I bought your um bought your book. You did. Oh, yeah. oh you angel yep. thank you. Yep. The luminous humanness. Yep. Sure did. I don't have it yet, but I ordered it. I want to say yesterday. Oh, it's so pretty. When you get it, Denise, you're going to love it. It's beautiful. I think so, too. And then I want to tell mm-hmm. you that I was on with you last night when you were on the John show. I thought that was that you. Means- I was like, wait, Denise, yep. wait, that looks like yep. my Denise. Yeah, but you know, I, I, that, that was young beyond, man. beyond the ordinary. Oh, yep. did you enjoy yep, the yep. show? Yeah, I, I do them all the time. I, I look and see who his guests are and listen all the time. So yeah, and when I saw you were coming on, I'm like, oh my goodness, I get to, I get to see her twice this week. I get to hear from her twice this week. Okay. Very cool. Um, I have um a dream. Well, I always have a dream. Um, let me yeah, let me start my talk. I'm talking slower today, and I don't even know why. I feel a sense of Ooh, I I'm like all it. good, what baby. Is. And maybe this is what I may. I'm not going to do the dream. I'm going to do something else that kind of scares me. Okay. It happened in February. It happened in March. Mm. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. And I'm laying there. And my body goes up to the ceiling. 
Now, I know that sounds so crazy, but I'm telling you what happens. And I look up and I see myself. I can't move. And then it comes back down. Not my body. Something leaves. This is not my area of expertise. Something leaves. But I'm like, and I can't move. And when it happened recently, when I got to the top of the ceiling, oh, it was this bright light, like a sunshine. Mm. Then I come back down. That's and I, I just can't. I try to move and I can't. I don't know why I try to move, but I'm like, oh, what's wow. going on? Well, Denise and Fire I know Firestar and Nancy want to have have much to say. I'll just say this sounds like a beautiful out of body experience, and I can relate. Yeah. I've had these myself, and I know when I was younger and I had them, I panicked because there's a yeah, there's like an ego yeah. identity with the body, and to all of us, I mean, I remember breaking it down and feeling so blissful in the rising up and loving it until I thought, wait a minute, what? And then there's panic and then poop. And then I was able to drop back down. But I Mm -hmm. would say the gift is it's a gift to be able to have this kind of shift in perspective and to be able to, Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot can happen in an out of body experience, especially if you, I would just say to deliberately, if it's going to happen again or whether, whether it happens by choice or not, bring in a spirit guide to guide you and to hold the space for you so that you feel safe. And if you can prepare how you're going to handle it next by being peaceful with it and asking, okay, God, okay, spirit, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to see? Show me why you're, why you're taking me out of the density of my body. There's something scheduled for me to experience here and I don't want to stop until it's done. That's my thought. Okay, so um, let's go to fire. Fire, what's your thought about what's happening to Denise floating out of her body? You you said everything pretty much that I would say. It sounded like immediately astral travel. And I've had that experience too, that paralyzed, that kind of sleep paralysis. Yeah. It's kind of scary because I don't like feeling out of control of my own body, right? And so I think it's, um, you know, just feeling protected, like you said, and feeling safe and calling in your you know, whatever you feel connected to that makes you feel safe, whether that's, you know, Jesus or light or Christ light or the highest light um, to make you feel. St. Germain. You always you know, do a St. Germain. I think about you whenever yes, I think of St. Germain flame. and that violet exactly. flame. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and yet that can also be a beautiful experience. I don't personally like to have that thing, that kind of astral experience because I don't like feeling out of control, <laughs> out of control like that where my body is like I'm separating. So, um, but sometimes you don't have that necessarily control when you're in that place, right? And Denise, it's so nice to actually talk to you and meet you because I've listened to you on the show for so for, for many times. <laughs> Denise is a celebrity. <laughs> I got to talk to you. You're the star. <laughs> Denise is charging for autographs, so maybe you can. Um... <laughs> this is a sign picture. <laughs> So, Nancy, Nancy, tell it about you, honey. What's your perspective? You know, I right away thought she's actual projecting. I was like, without question. And then, um, but I can say this, because there's that that light with you, and it's so bright, it makes me feel like it's not a matter of calling it in. It already is in. It's in you. It's with you. It's around you. You Mm -hmm. are it. And so Mm -hmm. it just felt so strongly that 
you know, I, it's interesting that, like, Fire, you were saying you don't love to do that. But I think it's because, for me, if I were just guessing with you, it has to do with the fact that you can go anywhere without doing that. You can take your whole, like, your whole, you, you have that ability. But for those Whoa. of us that aren't, you know, fire mm. completely, I'm still, you know, that, that I, that, I, I love the astral stuff. I love when I have that moment. I don't like that feeling of not being able to move. But if you can see yourself in that light, let that give you comfort that you're okay. You know, if you have that bright light with you, let that be your comfort. You're okay. And that this paralyzed thing is just to make sure you're, you're safe while the other party is moving around. That's all. That's how I would look at it if it were my situation. <laughs> I love that. Andy. Yeah, I think it's an opportunity. It's a beautiful opportunity to expand mm-hmm. in a quantum way. Because sometimes, I mean, mm-hmm. I just, the email that I just sent out, Denise, I don't know, are you on my email list? Did you get my email from this morning? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I talk about my, I call it my near-death experience, which was really an elaborate out-of-body experience. And there was definitely panic involved at the beginning of it because I didn't want to lose control. But once it was too late, I just went with it. And all I know is it's what what's possible for us as humans. It's similar to this scientific experiment that's happening with lucid dreaming. It's like we're on the, we're pioneering what's possible for human consciousness. We're able to go past the ceiling. I think that's even symbolic Mm -hmm. that you go up to the ceiling and then there's beyond Mm -hmm. the ceiling of what is ordinary. And we're able to connect with, with this Mm -hmm. vast expanse of infinite possibilities and, and wisdom and Mm -hmm. compassion and depth. And I think you are definitely a pioneer and being such a strong dreamer that would make you a candidate for that. So I, I actually hope it happens again. And I'd love to hear where you go with it. If you, if you were to trust it and, and, and like be an explorer that's taking notes as you go about what you learn. So thanks, I'm going to do it because I just wrote, yeah, yeah, I just wrote it down. I'm going to do what you said. It happened in February. It happened in March. So let's okay. see, maybe it's a monthly, a monthly journey. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I love that. Well, this has been such a fun show. Thank you so much, Denise. Thank you, Firestar. Again, Firestar's here. website is firestarsoulwork.com. Nancy T is nancytelzero.com. And go to kellysullivanwalden.com forward slash luminous to find out all about the upcoming book launch and how you can be a part of it and how you can get $1,000 worth of awesome gifts just by buying one book. So thank you so much for joining us today. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.